myself not to do, uh, but to be in touch with the person that I am. There is a charism when someone comes to me. They've recognized some specialness in me. Uh, we call it in psychological language transference, but that's very positive. They've seen something that they connect with, and I honor that. So I am truly who I am, and I am a person in relationship. It is I who will be the companion of this other person. And when I am with this other person, I am in situations present and past. Because often the person talks about the present situation, but also remembers the past. So when I'm thinking about prayer companioning, I'm thinking about going on a journey with this person. Um, most of the women's literature will say for the woman, if the woman can become a home, a safe space for the person to come. So that when, wherever I am and the person seeks me out, they are safe and able to be at home. That I somehow provide that sacred space for them to be. A prayer companion is in a disciplined relationship. The relationship is a three-way relationship. Myself, the other, and Christ, where I will pray for, pray with this person, um, I do limited self-disclosure out of respect for the other in an effort to free the other as opposed to burdening them. Uh, often if the person said, you know, I just had this diagnosis, I want you to pray with me, I have this lump in my breast, and if I say, yes, I did too, and I had surgery, and I'm off on my a mastectomy in my next five years, the, the person feels an obligation to take care of me and moves out of that um, vulnerable position of allowing themselves to be in the emotional state that is given to them and is forced to take care of me. So I engage in limited self-disclosure in order to free the other. Since Christ is the center of this prayer companioning relationship, it is a Christian relationship. But one of the most meaningful things we're going to struggle with is who is God? Because being a prayer companion often challenges my own image of God and challenges the image of God of the person who comes to me. And often I'm thinking, what is the answer? Why this suffering? And I have to wrestle with things that call and evoke a kind of spiritual graced growth in me that I am surprised at. I am going to encourage emotional expression for the person. And often if I pray with my companion, I will speak for them, especially with someone who is dying. And in speaking for another, uh, to use their language and their images. So part of becoming a prayer companion is to become sensitive to the meaningful images of the other. That certainly for those of us working in uh, interdenominational situations, uh, we need to be comfortable calling God Father. For many uh, women who have been sexually abused, uh, to call God Mother becomes a very healing gift to be comfortable with God the Shepherd and God the Divine Healer.
the physician of the soul to uh, listen in myself for the images that we use to speak of God so that when I am called upon to pray for another I can use the language that most helps them. So in that way I become very much an instrument that brings peace. So in praying for another uh, to ask them uh, how is God named? How do you name your God or this mystery? The art of prayer companioning is an act of love. Uh, art is practiced and art is helped by discipline. But this act of love that I become is unconditional. That I can love someone is partly gift and partly choice. 